0: And welcome to the James Granstrom podcast, Super Soul Model Series, where I help people tune and tap into their natural state of well-being. Today's episode is how to really connect with others. Welcome to the podcast. And if you're new to the podcast, please remember to like, subscribe and share if you enjoy its content. And if you're returning, please remember to leave a review because your reviews really help the channel to grow. So thank you in advance for leaving your reviews because they help share this message And content of well being. Today's podcast is how to really connect with others. Now, this is different from a podcast I did a little while ago, which is about how to communicate. Connection and communication are a little different, and I'm going to make sure that we clarify that in today's episode. How we really connect with others makes such an impact not only in our lives, but in the lives of other people. When you're really connecting with another human being, what you're doing is you're building a bond and that bond is energetic. And that's like the human spirit in work. You may not see someone for years, but yet you can still pick up where you left off. That's because you really connect with with them on a deeper level. That's the impact that we have as human beings. As human beings, we are really, really special. We have this gift We have a heart. We have the ability to speak. We have the ability to communicate. We have the ability to share emotion. Now, animals can do that, but we're conscious beings. And as conscious beings, we become even more powerful when we really connect with other human beings. What people want is not to just be acknowledged and appreciated. We want to be felt at our core and we are felt when we really connect with other people. You know, no man is an island. This is a wonderful quote by John Donne. We need each other as a human species because that's how we get to relate to ourselves and other people. Because a relationship is how you differ from somebody else. So when you connect with another human being, you discover more of who you are and you can build more heart to heart. Communications and those heart-to-heart communications are incredibly satisfying and enriching at a soul level. It's not just mind-to-mind communication. And so as you become better at connecting with human beings, the content of your life becomes more meaningful and more richer. And in the process, you become happier. And happiness and well-being have a direct correlation. You're not going to just one day get to a point where you're going to just have a happy life. Your life is a string of moments that you make happy any which way you can. So your life wants to be a string of happy moments rather than just one big, I end up happy. That's just not how it goes. So your relationships and your ability to connect with other people really stem from your ability to communicate and make the best of every encounter. There's a nice difference between connection and communication. Communication can last a few moments, but connection can last a lifetime. Some of the most hilarious, uplifting moments I've had have come through speaking with customer service agents, people at the cashier desk, people in the supermarket, people in the queues. I've always loved to find a way to connect with other people. And your life becomes way happier when you have that ability to connect with other people. Are you always trying to hide behind a veneer of like, it's all right, it's okay, leave me alone. Or are you willing to break that shell, break out of that mode and find a way to connect with people because your life will become richer, happier, more meaningful when you learn how to really connect with other human beings. So what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to share with you some of my takeaways for really learning how to connect with other people. Number one, You've got to share your vulnerabilities and share your feelings. Now, often people think that sharing your feelings and sharing your vulnerabilities is a sign of weakness, particularly as men. And I've covered this on on another podcast, why it's important to be vulnerable. But the reason why sharing your feelings and sharing your vulnerabilities is so powerful in being able to open up, in being able to connect with other people is because what it actually does is it makes you more relatable. Most human beings all feel heavy feelings, feel stress, feel overwhelmed, feel frustrated, feel all sorts of different levels of emotion. Now, when you're able to express that openly and easily to other people, what that does is it, it cuts through all the dross of life, cuts through the surface chat and goes straight to the heart of the human being. And you can become relatable in that moment when you share your feelings. I remember once I was just on a tennis court and I was playing doubles with somebody and I said, look, I just want to share with you what something that's happened to me today. It's been a bit heavy. And we really connected and bonded at a deeper level because I shared my open openness. I shared my honesty. I shared my true feelings before we got going so that he wouldn't judge me in a way that if I didn't play that great today. And we went on to play extremely well and win, but that's because we built a bond. We built a shared connection through some of the difficulties that I was experiencing in that moment. And I saw him again recently at lunch somewhere and I thought to myself, how lovely to see this human being. And we built just in that moment of openness and honesty on the court, a deeper relationship, which made him introduced me to his whole family and his whole table and I thought that was really beautiful that someone can do that you've never met before just because you open up to another human being. So that's the powerful, sharing your vulnerability, sharing your feelings, share what's going on and you'll be surprised how deeply you're able to connect with other people. I've got a friend who's from another country and he's hilarious and in England, you've got this kind of still this facade, this veneer of like, not really talking about your feelings, not talking about uh, how life's going for you. you, just say everything's all right. At least that was my experience until I met my friend. Now, my father, who's got, who's Swedish and a Scandinavian background, used to never express his feelings, very, you know, mental, strong, never express his feelings, whereas my mother would be very open and expressive of her feelings. Now I learned from my father that it was not wise to express my vulnerabilities and feelings so I'd keep them covered and shut for many a year and this was until my sister came along and said I'd really much prefer it if you could just tell me how you feel and I was like well I don't know even know how to express how I feel. I remember her pulling me aside you know many a year ago and thinking you know it'd be better if you could just express your feelings to me and not just say that everything's all right when clearly you're not all right. And that was very difficult for me to unveil that that part of myself until I met one of my my friends, my mates, and he said he used to just sort of spill out all his frustrations, all his overwhelms, and he'd just like have people just sitting around him going, yeah, they're trying to offer solutions and let them know how they feel which encouraged other people to open up, which leads me into number two. My second way to really connect with other people is open up. Now, this is different from sharing your vulnerabilities and your feelings, because what's actually happening is as you open up and let people into your life, let people into what's going on with you, what's actually happening is that even though you may be having some struggles and some dramas, you're not allowing yourself to go on this victim mentality. Because if you get two victims together, what you actually do is you grow into that story and that's never helpful for either party. But when you're open and honest in your communication about what's going on and how you're feeling, what this actually does is makes you more relatable and makes you human. And we're human and we all wanna connect. And life is so much better when we connect. So when you're more open and you're able to express yourself, as my friend did very openly. It's funny, people can laugh at your pain, you can get over it, you can move on, and life is just better. So open yourself up and don't feel frightened to open yourself up because when you open yourself up, you'll really connect and that connection can last a lifetime just in a matter of moments of opening yourself up to another person. My third way to really connect with another human being is to create win-wins wherever you go. Win-wins is tapping into the law of the universe. The universe loves giving. The universe is always giving. And so when you ask, it is always given. And when you're looking for ways to create win-wins, you're tapping into that timeless wisdom of the universe, which is the law of giving. And so that which you give will be returned to. And if you're finding a way to create win-wins wherever you go, that means in essence you're always giving, which means the universe will always be responding to you by giving you back the energy that you're sending out. And so when challenging circumstances arrive, can you look for a way to create a win-win for yourself and another person or for your organisation or for your business or for your family or whatever? find a way to create win-wins and you'll tap into a timeless, powerful law that will bring you back the essence of that which you're giving. You have to be sincere in your ability to want to create a win-win because the universe doesn't care what you say, it cares what you mean. And I love the way Abraham Hicks had been able to clearly state that because it's the vibration you're sending out that's coming back. And so if you're really adamant about wanting to create a win-win scenario for yourself and other people, the universe will respond. And when you do, you'll be rewarded with that. Where can you help that other person succeed and simultaneously you at the same time? So working with people to create win-wins is a wonderful way, not only to create a bond, but to really connect deeply with another human being. And in doing so, you'll have turned something that could potentially be a drama, potentially be something difficult and transmuting it into something really beneficial for everybody. If you're looking to create win-wins, then you've got to look at the word collaboration and collaboration is the essence of win-win. Now, if you look at many businesses, many businesses, particularly in fashion, I keep on noticing it because obviously that's my background. I see things like... Um, Aston Martin and Hackett, Stella McCartney and Adidas, just to name a few, two different big brands coming together to create common good where everybody wins, where everybody gets to see a new part of business where more people can enjoy the fashion or product or service or whatever it may be. And as an entrepreneur, as a businessman or woman, or wherever you are, where can you create more win-wins? Because if you're looking to create win-wins, what's going to happen is everybody's going to win and you're going to feel fantastic. This will create a deeper bond and it will help you connect more importantly with the people that you're going into business with at a deeper level. Now, you may not even have a business, but it might be something for the family or it might be something for your children. Where can you create win-wins for both of you? And if you're looking to create win-wins, that's what's going to come back. Communication plays such a huge part in this because perhaps one of the greatest things that I learned from my mother, my father was very closed off and my mother was very open. And my father wasn't a natural communicator, not a great connector or anything like that. But my mother was. But when I'd watch my mum, she'd always ask people, how are they? How are you? And so every time I've come into contact with people, whether it be at the post office or standing in line somewhere, I'd always ask people how they are, but really mean it. Because when you really mean, how are you? How are you doing? Are you all right? What that's doing is you're tapping into the heart. You're tapping into the human spirit. You're seeing people more than just what they're doing in that moment, which may be at a cashier's desk. When you see people for who they really are, by asking how they are, they open up to you. And I'm always surprised and amazed about what people have done for me, just because of the sincerity of asking how people are. I literally go into the supermarket and people wave at me here in Spain, say, hola James, you know, and it's so beautiful to feel so appreciated just because I care when I'm paying at the cashier desk. Just notice in your own experience and you asking people, how are you, but really mean it instead of just paying, getting your groceries or getting your food and shopping and running out the door. Stop and ask people, how are they? You'll be amazed to see what people will go to lengths to help you when you care about them and you extend a word such as how are you. You'll be surprised. Just try it because I've noticed it in my own experience that people have, you know, let me go in front of them in the queue if I've only got one or two things. I've had people pay for my groceries. I mean, are you kidding me? What It's like, oh, that's only one thing. Let me grab that for you. Why would people do that? I'm in a foreign country at the moment. Why would people do that? People do that because you spend the time wanting to connect with people. And you do that through obviously your communication, but asking how people are, getting to the heart of people bypass all the rest of it and go straight to the heart and then you'll connect people will acknowledge you appreciate you and that's what the human spirit is all about wanting to feel acknowledged appreciated and feel loved wherever you go and your life will become richer and happier as an experience and you'll feel more abundant because you can go anywhere and your ability to connect with people makes you feel more abundant makes you feel happier And by the way, when people have extended that to me, I end up doing it for other people as well. I wanna be the guy that pays it forward for somebody else because people have expressed and given me so much. And I also wanna do that for other people. So it creates this beautiful, positive spiral effect going on. And that butterfly effect across the world can create a little bit of heaven on earth. And we create more heaven on earth when we really connect to other people. So taking the time out to communicate with people who you probably wouldn't speak to and just asking how are you are you all right and looking them in their eyes you go soul to soul and that's a far deeper experience than just communicating and just saying something go deeper and you'll be richly rewarded in the process now my fourth way to really connect with others is by learning how to take care of pets and plants now you may be thinking well, what's that got to do with anything plants will tell you what they need if they need water or if they need sunlight pets will tell you whether they need maybe to go out and have a walk something to eat a little bit of affection whatever they need pets animals and mother nature will tell you and they may not be communicating in a way that is language but they'll communicate in a way that you will understand so if the plant's drooping you want it to give it some water If it needs a little bit of sunlight, maybe you'll get the inclination to give it, you know, a little bit of partial sunlight. My orchids are always telling me whether they need a bit of water or a bit of sunlight, or if I need to pluck some dead leaves or whatever from the flowers. I've got a real green thumb and I've become sensitive to what the plants need. You know, last year, a skinny cat came up to our house and I fed it for six months because I thought, this cat, this little kitten, needed food. It, and it was a feral cat. So it probably hadn't yet learned the ways about how to get, catch its own food. And so I looked after this cat and fed it for six months until it got up to a healthy weight again. And then off the cat went. And I feel that that sensitivity I had by looking after that cat rather than just seeing it as a stray cat, I saw it as an opportunity to be able to care for mother nature And I'm always surprised and delighted to see that how mother nature takes care of me when I take care of it. So yeah, that cat, by the way, I never saw the cat again after the six months, but it was healthy. And I felt like I added value to that cat just by cherishing it for a little bit and giving it some food and giving it a good start to life. And I always believe that whatever you give out always comes back. So Learning to take care of pets and plants and maybe it's even your kids, you know, if you've got kids. So when you learn to be sensitive to the needs of other people and mother nature, plants and pets really help you understand that. What that will do will enrich your life experience. And number five, my fifth way is to connect with people is that whenever you're struggling, whenever you're having a drama going on, whenever there's a challenge going on in your life, ask that question. How can I help? and go and try and find someone you can help. Mother Teresa asked that when a billionaire asked her, you know, what can I do to help? I feel like I'm not really making an impact. Go and look after someone in their last moments who's dying. And so this guy went off and did that. And he said, I never felt so much happiness because now I could really, really give. Because when you're asking how you can help, how you can make an impact, how you can improve the lives of other people, more so than just yourself, you forget yourself and your own dramas and your own struggles for a moment and you're able to tap into this greater power this helps you to connect to other people and help you connect back into the energy of which you are that at some level you may have forgotten for a moment because you're all caught up in the challenges and difficulties you experience now we all go through that so should you find yourself ever stuck look for a place where you can volunteer look for someone you can look after to try and go and help someone with their shopping bags. Go and find a way in which you can help another human being and you'll forget your struggles for a moment and you'll tune back in and connect at a deeper level. Seneca said this and I really, really love this quote. Live for another if you really wish to live for yourself. There's so much depth in that statement, but really what it's saying is, is that if you want to be happy and you want to feel fulfilled, then find a way to help another human being. And in doing so, you'll really connect, you'll build a deeper bond, and you'll feel a deep appreciation for life because of the sensitivity you feel. So that's a really powerful quote from Seneca. Now, just a little story I wanted to share was a few weeks ago, I was having a really challenging day, I was doing so much for the house, so much for my mom, and I didn't really have any time for myself. And I knew I had a, an upcoming client, and I wanted always to uplift my client and feel full of energy, but I was really low on energy. And when I asked the question, how can I help? How can I create a real win-win scenario for myself and my client, considering currently I'm on low energy? I got the idea to jump in the pool. So I jumped in the cold pool, felt invigorated, wrote my intentions, I want to have an outstanding session, give an outstanding session, create a win-win for myself and my client and give them lots of wonderful practical tools and ideas to improve the quality of life with the challenges that they've been presented this week. And I'll never forget the text I got at the end of that coaching session that I gave. Thank you so much for that session. That was amazing. But little did they know how I was feeling at the beginning of the day until I changed my state of energy because my intent was sincere. How can I create a win-win for myself and my client and leave them feeling on a high? That's the ability that we have when we can connect with other people because when we're able to really get inside of ourselves and we're able to share who we really are, we're able to really turn up on sometimes those days when it feels the most difficult. There is always energy available to you, but you have to allow it in. And you allow it in when you really connect. Now, I love this quote. I've mentioned it before, but the quality of your life depends on the quality of your relationships and the quality of the questions that you're asking yourself. Tony Robbins said that quote. And what he's saying is, is the quality of your life depends on your relationships, which means your ability to connect with other people. So if you're connecting with other people, not just communicating, but connecting on a deeper level. You're going to feel far more enriched. Life's going to be far more satisfying. And the quality of your life is going to be greatly enhanced as a result of all of that. So if you want to really connect, it takes caring. It takes sensitivity. It takes love. And it takes courage and confidence to go over to human beings and really open up. So look into your own life experience where you can do that and notice that not only that you'll connect to other people, but you'll feel happier in the process. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I hope this episode has been enlightening for you. Just as a reminder, I'm co-hosting a masterclass, Breaking Through Your Limiting Beliefs on the 30th of November. And with myself and Amy Clay, who are co-hosting this, we're helping people go beyond the limiting beliefs that have been holding you back. So if you're looking to move and create a new set of beliefs, then this class is going to be very powerful for you. This is exactly what I did in order to move from those difficult days of when I was drinking too much, feeling a lack of financial abundance to where I am now. So if you're looking to move beyond where you are, then this course will be really, really empowering for you. Amy's got nearly 20 years experience in yoga and wellbeing. So you've got nearly 40 years combined experience here, and this is gonna be a very powerful masterclass. So if that inspires you and you're interested in that and you're interested in enjoying a positive 2022, this is a great way to get yourself set up in advance. And we're doing that course once again on the 30th of November. Anyway, I've hoped you've enjoyed today's episode. And if you have, I always love to hear from you. So keep sending in your posts and keep sending in your DMs and keep sending in your stories about your main takeaways. I always love to see what people's main takeaways are from these podcasts because I love to see you thrive and I love to see you succeed from some of the things that you learn on this podcast. Anyway, until the next episode, I wish you a wonderful week ahead and green lights all the way.